The Money Show. Small business. One way we could do it is with a lot more support for small business, for small enterprise. We have to get more people engaged. I mean, I'm so motivated by the Cook story, how six years ago, three people start Cook and they've sold it today for 178 million rand. And now, if you can multiply that a couple of thousand times with innovative, capable people doing brilliant things, then we'd have a fighting chance. A small business feature brought to you by Smart Security, powered by Vodacom Business. Start strong, start smart with smart security solutions for SMEs. Vodacom Business further together. And one of the issues that faces uh, small businesses is when they want to grow, of course, they've got to raise capital. And I wonder what the big trends are in terms of capital raising in South Africa. Chief Executive at Spartan SME Finance, Kumaran Padiachi with us this evening. Kumaran, what are the big trends in terms of SME funding um, as we kick off 2022? Hi, Bruce. There's a lot that we can mention from what we see in our credit committees and witnessing on the ground uh, over the last two years, especially, you know, because you look at uh, COVID and people want to wonder what how's SMEs coped and all of that. Uh, I'll mention the four things that are because we have limited time and can unpack them a little bit. One is the, what I call the macro game of the economy versus the paradox of the micro game on how some sectors and jockeys themselves are adapting. The second is government is still juggling cash and the negative effect of those on SMEs that are contracting with them. The third is that preferential procurement in BEE is actually working. We're seeing, a, you know, over the last few years, we're seeing a sustained increase in businesses, uh, black businesses, uh, businesses that are getting, uh, creating employment, getting contracts from government and private sector. And the last one is a big foundational issue. You talked about action just now in your, on your previous uh, interview. And it's the people of action, the people in the arena, which is the jockeys themselves. I and love so the. I, lo- find I love the. It comes j- down to mm. one thing. It's that. It's the jockey. Sorry. Absolutely, it is the jockey. It's the individual. And I was singing the praises of um, of the guys at Cook because they, I mean, in the toughest of toughest economic environments, they start a business in 2016. Jacob Zuma's still in power. Um, state capture is in full force. There's no abating on state capture. The place is being pillaged um, like Rome being sacked by the Visigoths. Um, and um, you've got people who start businesses in that sort of environment. It's an astonishing story of of four attitude, success, and going against the grain. And we need more jockeys like the the, the UCO guys. Yes. You know, at a macro level, uh, we we know that the economy is in a, in a bad position. That's the blinding, the obvious thing. But how do entrepreneurs adapt to this? You know, the, the best of them are thrive or live or in this uncertainty. And actually, the entrepreneurial spirit, is, we find, is, is resolved or forged in this... Uh, in, in a lot of adversity, so much so that when we interviewing them, you know, physically at uh, our credit committee, the ones that are too perfect, that haven't had challenges, that haven't had any adversity, we worry because it's almost as anti-fragile. They haven't been resilient enough or battle-tested. And so we get a, a substantial amount of confidence and comfort to those that have maybe failed, stood up, and and, uh, and and risen again. And so there's some sectors that are doing well, and so that's lifting some SMEs and some entrepreneurs. But the paradox is that the best quality jockey will do well even in a sector that is, you know, 
not performing so well. So how do we cultivate jockeys? Maybe that's the question, Kamara. And how do we cultivate jockeys? Because I think <laughs> jockeys are born and sometimes made, um, but we've got to create an environment yes. in which jockeys want to get on the horse and get to the starting gates. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, broadly, I think we need a partly an ena- more enabling environment, and a bit of it is is coincidence, luck, an intangible biological thing. You're talking about nature versus nurture. Uh, are they born? Are they? Can they be forged by going to an entrepreneur course, entrepreneur school? I don't believe that at all. The best of them that we see that have built significant businesses, it is partly nature, but I don't mean born in the DNA. I mean the environment that perhaps they grew up at home, how they rose to challenges and what happened. That environment made them. So that's a bit of nurture as well. That is, that is, uh, that is coming there. So, th- you know, we've got to realize that it's more the enabling environment, uh, and you've got to leave the lab experiment to continue. So mm. encouragement, uh, the right type of stories and the peer to peer lessons is important. But it's, it, it, it's also, Bruce, what we can stop doing, you know, uh, sometimes we're getting in the way of them. It's not about that we need to do more additional things, simple things like, Paying them on time, <laughs> you know what I mean. That mm. will uh, will move the needle significantly. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's thinking about things like that. No, completely. And you talk about ecosystems, and you talk about um, you know, where people grow up, but it's bigger than that. And I, I, I've used this example recently yes. with Elon Musk, and said Elon Musk would have been very rich and very capable, and would have done something terribly interesting in Pretoria had he stayed there. But he's exploded onto the global <laughs> scene because he went into an environment of like-minded individuals with highly skilled, capable people to support him and help him grow his business. Um, the Clickertail founder this week earlier we were talking um, to him earlier this week and why he shifted his coding attentions away from Cape Town um, to Canada and that was because that's where the skills are. You go where you can grow and our ecosystem, if you like, is just not supportive enough and conducive enough and got enough smart people collaborating um, on shared goals to grow. There are lots of individuals fighting an incredible fight to grow but that ecosystem just you know, we've tried and I think it exists in pockets but it's not it's not Silicon Valley sort of thinking. True. You look at uh, Y Combinator in, in, the, in the US, they've incubated or assisted or created the right kind of support and ecosystem for a lot of uh, um, SMEs. And I think that environment lifts a lot, the vast majority up. The Elon Musk are perhaps the exception to the rule where in spite of any challenges or maybe without that support, they will still, still succeed. Um he succeeded more in the U.S. because there's a lot of runway, right? It's a bigger market, bigger sure. value market. But uh, the e- we need to create entrepreneurs who help them scale in vaster numbers. And that's and that's focusing more on the mass. So the ecosystem uh, is a way that uh, we, can, we, can, we can focus on if it's more coordinated. But if you look at the U.S., it also exists in pockets. Uh, the Silicon Valley is a pocket. Certain, certain uh, markets in Boston or New York is a pocket. Israel, there's a lot of, if, if we move away to there, there's a, something special in the water. There's a book being written about it as well. And so that's an example of the right type of ecosystem. But it, do, they do exist in concentrated pockets. I think for us to try and create a national coordinated, uh, bigger kind of thing is, is unrealistic.
And it's not all Dragon's Den and it's not all Shark Tank. I mean, those are great dramas and the music adds to the pizzazz yes. and it's yes. flipping great television. Uh, but in the real world, I'm, I'm guessing it's a little bit tougher than sort of saying, here's a plastic bag, it's a very nice plastic bag, I need 5 million rand and you can have 1%. And somebody goes, oh, I'll give you 10 million rand and take half a percent because I just like you and you're going to be fabulous. Um, and then the music plays and it will go off into the sunset. It's a little bit harder than that, isn't it? It's very much harder because uh, entrepreneur, most, you know, the, the, the Dragon's Den and the Shark Ten, uh, Shark's Tank is all about equity type investments. But the vast majority of, of entrepreneurs or SMEs are needing just a vanilla, uh, needing debt. They're not always, it's more the businesses that are highly technology driven that have got higher propensity for scale that are more sexy and will attract the venture capitalists. And those are the equity type of, uh, uh, that's the equity leg. But the vast majority, the 95%, will be in a hard sector like construction, low logistics or manufacturing or even tourism or what have you. And they need debt, you know, because there's no massive scale into that, right? They need debt. And so their challenges will be uh, sometimes they've had an adverse effect to the business. They may not have enough collateral. It's not sexy enough to attract the venture capitalists. So they have a harder time trying to secure uh, funding. Yeah, funding is tough. It is always tough. Kamaran, thank you very much indeed. Kamaran Padiachi, Chief Executive at Spartan SME Finance, our small business focus this evening, looking at financing SMEs. And it's absolutely critical, but we need the people to finance. We need the jockeys. I love the term of jockey. Um, people, I think especially in government, people think that this, this business thing is easy. Gosh, it is hard building a business. It is thankless building a business. And then you're building a business and you're spending half your time I'm doing incredibly boring things of compliance and tedious nonsense. I guess it's important, but um, it's really, really hard um, in, in this environment to build businesses that come to a scale where you start hiring people. And then you start hiring people who you need to help you grow the business. And from the stories we hear of people who are doing this sort of stuff, often that's a pretty hard thing to do as well. It's not easy anywhere, but why? We seem to make it harder than most.